Hello and welcome everyone to another weekly market commentary from Stashaway. Of course, I have with me our Chief Investment Officer, Freddie Lim. Hey, Freddie, how are you? Hey, Philip, nice to see you again. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just want to say Stashaway has reached a, a new milestone. And, uh, yes, uh, it's we, a big we, one. Yeah, we announced a couple of days ago um, that uh, we have reached a billion US dollars of uh, client asset under management. I, I want to take this opportunity to actually thank uh, all the uh, investors who's been with us through the journey and trusting us with their money and and then been navigating the markets with us for the last uh, uh, four years. Uh, I just want to give uh, special thanks to to our users. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you all so much. Also to all of our listeners on this channel and anywhere else you've uh, supported us along the way. So it's been a it's been a great journey so far. Um, Freddie, we have first of all lots of questions from last week. Uh, I think uh, you know beginning of the year, coupled with a lot of changes, uh, you know, in, in, in the investing world and the markets. But one thing that's obviously fascinating people from you know I think it really caught mainstream media by Thursday, Friday last week. This weekend was crazy. First two days, three days of the week have been uh, all over the news. Which I, what I'm talking about is obviously the Reddit, Wall Street bets, right? Um, so uh, retail investors taking on hedge funds. Can you tell the audience a little bit, who maybe some of them don't uh, know yet, um, what kind of like your thoughts are about it and what it's actually about, what's happening here? Yeah, first, um, let's talk, uh, let's, let's explain the situation. Um, essentially, there's popular forums, right? Social trading, people sharing tips and, you know, and it has gone to a place where they're targeting the most shorted stocks by hedge funds. And one stock in, 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 in question is GameStop, uh, which is a, a e-game store that sells old videos uh, <laughs> with very poor earnings for the last four or five years. And there's also stocks involved like AMC and uh, Naked Brand and Co., and they're mostly smaller stocks, not large cap. They're small caps. And the forums have gotten people to come together to... Um, I, I wouldn't go through the options and all the other complex mechanics, but essentially the net result is they got people together to, to start buying those stocks en masse. And that really created a lot of uh, so-called short squeeze on fund managers who have, who have to run and, and duck and cover. Uh, and let me do the math for you. If you long a stocks in your portfolio, it's 3% of your portfolio. It goes to zero, it's fine, right? It's 3%. But when you are short, an equivalent of 3% of your portfolio in a single name stocks, and it goes up 18 times in a few days, you lose half, close to half your, the, the, the value of your funds, right? So the math is not quite the same for short sellers. Um, and, and, and I think the lessons here to learn is, is a few fold. Uh, number one, um, it's about size and liquidity, uh, which is something that Stashaway cares a lot about, uh, so that this sort of uh, wild gyration have less uh, visible impact on the portfolios. Two, is about being more diversified um, in the sense that you don't want to be very concentrated, be a specialist in a single sectors or a single name. And, 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 and three, we would rather not get into the business of short, short selling, but we would rather buy protective assets if we think that 
uh, there's a need to balance out risks with the market, right? Rather than short selling. So there's a lot of principles that Stash Away really encourage and promote over the years. It's precisely to minimize such kind of distortions in the markets. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think for everyone that has FOMO getting into any of these stocks, I highly would caution people at this point. Uh, like you said, it's, 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 it's highly dangerous. Uh, you know, and you really need to understand what you're getting into. Uh, when you look at this, Freddie, we did get a question though, and I think that's probably on a lot of people's minds, right? Uh, we obviously had a great 2020, so stock markets have been, you know, going up. Uh, had a really nice year last year. Um, the first few weeks of 2021 already also seen great gains. I think we're slowly starting to see some uh, more volatility coming back into the market the last couple of days. But uh, one of our listeners, Wood Liao, was asking. How do you see this, you know, bullish trend? Uh, is it continuing or do you see it becoming bubble territory at this point? Um, I'll give a very honest answer. I wouldn't know. And instead, I would rather prepare for risk scenarios on day one of investing. Uh, That's exactly what Stash Away uh, has been doing over the last four years. We believe that risk management should be preemptive, not reactive. And uh, you, you should always build it in uh, some portfolio insurance on day one. Um, but to be useful to the question, um, as a fund manager in the past, I tend to say this. Um, when the market is up and you can't find any reasons that it's going to go down, you just simply as a person or as a professional, you can't see a reason, then it's time to start thinking about risk. <laughs> so that's yes. always that little uh, um, old wise word from, that I used to learn from people before me. And so I would rather go back to it again. Risk management starts now, starts on day one. Have sufficient amount of goals, have enough bonds. You can have a lot of growth orientation, but don't forget to have enough protection. Regardless of whether the bonds are giving you you or not, regardless of whether gold is actually giving you you or not, you need some of them to provide portfolio insurances. Yeah, no, absolutely. But thanks, Freddie, for that. Um, the next question was from Jasmine. Um, she says she loves all the courses in the Academy. Uh, she's binge watching them like her favorite Netflix shows, which is really cool to hear. Thank, Thank you, Jasmine, for that. Um, she's asking if there's an ETA on uh, the deep dive um, seminar and uh, inside look courses to be also available on the Academy platform. And I know that Freddie has been recording already the sessions. So I think it's just about to be launched in the next you know month or two so keep checking back onto the uh, you know academy content in the app and uh, i'm sure you'll see it here pop up really shortly but rest assured freddy's already recorded that in the studio so it's good to go soon um the other question was from brian tan freddy um and he's saying given the increasing evidence between esg and financial outperformance according to entities like blackrock and the ms msci sri index would stash incorporate ESG metrics into our model in the near future. Do you want to share some thoughts around that? Yeah, I also add to Brian's point that the MAS also um, recently released a guidance on uh, requiring uh, fund managers to develop abilities to monitor uh, environmental metrics like gas emissions and so on um, per, per million dollar revenue on all the stuff that they invest in. I'm happy to say that Stash Away had this capability a very long time ago. 
And also, I'm also very pleased because you, you, uh, you'll be soon finding out about Stashaway's ESG scores by portfolios. Um, uh, the short summary is that um, you don't need an ESG label to have a high ESG scores. Uh, so that's actually always on my mind. It's just less talk about. And uh, actually, Stashaway currently has very high uh, uh, ESG scores across our portfolios from the MSCI and the Morningstar ratings. Uh, we, we we can see that, so we will talk about that in coming uh, in, in coming in coming times. Um, also, um, uh, there is increasing evidence that ESG can be treated as additional factors in the equity world uh, for investors to think about. You can source diversification. It can even provide some risk management. Some um, in the case of a slowing economic situation. Um, ESG could be more protective, like uh, the quality factor in, 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 in equity investing. And it tends to outperform when things are not so good. And however, also when you invest in certain countries, emerging markets, the G governance could provide very good accounting disclosure uh, or risk management or transparencies, right? So there is definitely room for uh, a lot more to be done here. Um, and, and actually, uh, you, you'll find out more in due time. Yes, more more to come on that. But again, this is something that you know we've covered a couple of times already for our listeners who haven't who've been new to this channel. It's obviously on a lot of people's minds, and obviously it's on ours as well. So we will um, continue to make strides in that um, area. Um, with that being said, Freddie, we have one more question I want to get to really quickly, um, and it's from Alex Wong. Uh, he was asking um, when you compare the Russell one thousand uh, value. Uh, and growth from post-experience, like, you know, from other crises before, um, value tends to outperform growth in the time we are in right now. Do you agree with that? Or do you see, uh, what's your view on that? Well, it's actually one of those proverb type thing that, you know, at the bottom of the economic cycle, when the economy rebounded, um, the, the, the size factor in equity investing, the value factor in the equity investing will start performing better than other factors. Um, again, uh, actually, it's not with certainty. It's just an, a very, on average, sort of a statement. Um, I would rather let the data lead us to it. We don't explicitly, like, you know, Philip or Freddie thinks this, <laughs> and hence we should have this much of ETFs and something. No, the algorithm, it will be captured by the economic regime models and evaluation gaps and all the stuff that we track on our, our investment framework, right? It's designed to, 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 to pick up on these things and let the data speak. So um, I would say that, yes, this point might be valid, but the pandemic is a little special situation and the speed with which value can catch back up again is like, um, it's really hard to tell. These things can just stay depressed for many years, and it has been for many years, by the way, value investing has been a uh, the underdog for a decade and it's been a big talk of town for all the quantitative investing platforms and, and it's still underperforming, right? It may turn around, so who knows? But I'm not going to bang on it. We will let the data speak and let ERA does its own uh, little re- re- rebalancing act over time. Great. Um, with that being said, Last but not least, uh, we have some upcoming webinars um, for the different regions we're in. For our Malaysian listeners, we actually have uh, our next webinar on Wednesday, the 3rd of February from 6 to 7 p.m. The title is How to Invest the Right Way Using ETFs. So if you want to learn more about using ETFs, 
Um, that's a great one um, to get started with, uh, even if you want to buy them yourself. Um, for the Singapore and the MENA region, we actually have a Stashway portfolio performance and ask Freddie anything live. So a live session with Freddie, we talk about you know, Stashway's portfolios, how they performed over time, and you can ask Freddie any questions you might have or that you didn't get answered today or in any one of our sessions. That's on Tuesday, the 9th of February, 7 p.m. Singapore time, 3 p.m. Um, Wolf Standard time. So join us for those. All the links are in the show notes below. Uh, if you listen to us uh, during your podcast, there should be still some links in the show descriptions. Otherwise, always feel free to send us an email to support at stashway.com. Thank you, Freddie, for your time today. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll be with you again next week. Thank you so much. <laughs>